we're so like careful that we don't want to fuck up our cameras. Yeah. That we set it down face yeah. down. But we don't. So that means we care less about this. Yeah. The part we actually like use more. <laughs> use <all the> time. <laughs> but I, you will never catch me camera on the ground. Never. No. I, yeah. I'm like so careful with it. And you're just funny. It's just funny. You know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. You're gonna be ready and then they'll but by the time you go there'll be an updated one that you really want <laughs> right so exactly or like those drones like what's the point of having it when you can just get the drone like they on. update those things so frequently too i'm like oh another one yeah That's... i was just con contemplating buying a drone and then it was like they released another one i'm like well now i don't want to just wait now what's the point it's, yeah, it's like the iphone right like how much time do you need to upgrade that yeah although i do upgrade every single iphone Oh, for sure. I got the 14 yeah. Pro Max. Had to. Same. Yeah. Got yeah. to. Uh, you know what? The front camera is what sold me on it. Mm, yeah. Because that's like a little better. But Well, and the uh, the fucking, what do you call it? Image st stabilization too. Oh, yeah. It's so I don't really like move much, but if I did. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I tested it out because I go on like runs with my dog every morning. And I just mm -hmm. tested it out that way. And it's it, it's almost like I didn't run really it's that out of control just test it like just you know do like 10 steps do you remember GoPro? literally shake like i literally did that and he didn't it didn't even show it nothing do you remember gopro came out with like a stabilizer and that was like a big deal oh yeah um, but then now it's all stabilized like in the camera yeah it's like dude things have gotten wildly in such a short amount of time too Dylan. Yeah, but why can't they make the? Fr I mean, the front camera is great. Don't get me wrong, but like, sure. I'm surprised they haven't made it the back. even better. Yeah, well, and also too, like the you know, the selfie cam. Like, yeah. why is that so? That one. that one, yeah. Yeah, why is that so it's shitty? I think that's the one I'm meaning. The yeah, the selfie cam. Yeah, you could do the cinematic mode, which is cool now. So that's exciting. Yeah, on the, yeah. Uh, on the front, but yeah, it's just I don't know, man. Like the technology you would think would be the same, but then you look on like the back of this thing. And you're like, you don't want that to be the front because <laughs> it would take up like the whole thing. Yeah, that's so true. There's so much oh, right that little spot. Like, But it is interesting how like, man, you look at like, you know, the selfie cam. I mean, it's just a dot. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's a fantastic camera. You yeah. Know, 720, whatever. Better and, than Android. Yeah. And then you look at better than Android. <laughs> what isn't, right? Yeah. And then you look at this and you're like, how is that that much better? Yeah. You know, like you would think yeah. it'd just be two dots Dude, because this one dot does the job, but why do that, I need like, this massive? Because I'm always terrified, like setting this down. Yeah. Like same. how, how funny is it? We're like in the, <laughs> we're like, so, uh, I don't even know what you would call it. We're so like careful that we don't want to fuck up our cameras Yeah, that we set it down face yeah. down. Totally. But we don't. So that means we care less about this. Yeah. The part we actually like use more, use all the time. <laughs> but I, you will never catch me camera on yeah. camera on the ground. Never. No, I, yeah, I'm like so careful with it. And dude, that camera's insane though. Like mm -hmm. filming it from if you like film yourself from the back. Oh, the you know, like geez, it's like insane. I don't even. Uh, I mean, I got my uh, mirrorless M50 right now as my 
as my podcast cam. And then uh, I have another one, like if I have guests in the studio and stuff that I'll do. But I used to do, I used to take this off the mount and do everything with it. Now it's like, I don't even, I just keep it hooked up. Yeah, right. It's like, no need the iPhone to... is just incredible. No one, and no one can, and I don't think no one could tell the difference. That's like, yeah. eh, like looking at it, even if there are cameras, I'm like, ah, cause on, on social media at least. Like, right. Well, and what blows my mind is like, you could change the F-stop yeah. after you record. Afterwards. That's a that, game changer. That's nuts. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like it's nuts. <laughs> like the fact that you can't, if I'm Canon or Sony or, you know, yeah. red, they're good, but Canon or Sony, like, why are you not? I'd be all over that. Like that would be yeah. like the newest feature because I would pay another thousand bucks for a camera mm -hmm. if I knew that after I recorded it, I could change yeah. the depth of feel like post. That would be awesome. Yeah, and I'd, and and I feel I feel like they have to do something else too because it's like all on the iPhone. Like that's right. It's it you just know, I, makes it ridiculous. I was having this conversation with a buddy of mine who's a podcaster and a. Uh, uh, videographer as well. He's working on a documentary and we were talking about because he used the uh, the new red camera, the red five mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And um, he's like, no, wait, that's a die, not red five. <laughs> is, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah. a red die. Yeah. Red number five. Whatever yeah. the camera's called, the new one, the new red. <laughs> and he goes, he goes uh, yeah, man, you know, this is awesome, but like we're using a lot of like our iPhones you know, to capture like BTS and, and all that okay. stuff because it, it costs so much battery life and power to run these reds. And then the post, you know, because it can go up to 8K. So he's like, just the post editing is just a nightmare because we end up usually downsizing it and condensing it to go on our phone so we could post on social. Yeah. He's like, why don't we just film it on, on social? <laughs> and we we're, we're kind of having the chat where I could see like in 10 years from now, uh -huh. Canon, Sony, I think they're going to get into the phone business. Mm, like um like the whole phone even like the software maybe they or, maybe they partner up with like google or yeah. you know iphone won't do shit like that but yeah um they won't probably partner up with samsung because there's a little bit of controversy i think there but uh mm. i could see them like partnering up with google and uh that would like be you know what i mean like yeah. google phone like, featuring canon yeah didn't like a do Something like that. Or like we didn't that. have their own phone, but like it didn't yeah. take off, but it sounded cool. Yeah. Cause that, that to me is the thing is like, or maybe like there's a, a cool attachment that you could put on your phone, like a Canon attachment. Yeah. That would be sick. Maybe like an SD card goes in it or something. Yeah. Like they have the moment, um, moment, like they have their lens, but like no one's really competing with those, that lens game. Yeah. Yeah, that, there's an opportunity there for sure. I think it's just it's so hard now because it's all about posting. Yeah, yeah, and like the speed and ease at which you can get to post it, like it's yeah. I think of like if I was going to film a video, like the one of the most part that kills the creativity is like let me set up the camera, the lighting, the whole thing, right? You know, and with the phone, it's just like I'm like it's good enough. No yeah. one, it's not like using. The DSLR right. is going to get more reach than using an iPhone phone 14 Pro. That's you right. Know? Yeah, so, especially with the the growth of like the UGC because I'm a UGC creator yeah. as well. So like the go the growth of that UGC business and you know people I don't think people want that high tech stuff anymore. Yeah. You know they care more about what's like the the actual content versus 
what it is, which is interesting too, right? Because we weren't thinking that five years ago, you know, it was, it was quite the contrary, right? Like mm -hmm. it was almost like, Hey, you need the new Sony, you know, a five and the, the Canon, and you need all this and you need a vlog with the mirrorless camera and you know, it's better quality. And then you're like, okay. yeah, yeah. And then everyone hopped on that train. But then now we're just like, Oh, you can just do everything from your phone and people like that more because it's, they know you're not, I think that's probably the big thing is they know you're not bullshitting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, cause with a camera, you know, you could bullshit, you could throw on some LUTs and you can, yeah. you could make it look good. You can throw it in Photoshop and change the damn background for God's sakes in the sky. Yeah. Like it's crazy what we could do now. And I don't, at least me, I've edited stuff with the iPhone photos and you usually edit it like on Photoshop if you put it to your camera. It's not as good a quality. Like you could tell. Yeah. Versus, yeah. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think they do that on purpose because when you share those videos back and forth and then you put it back on social media, it's not as authentic as if you were to just take a selfie right now, post it. And I think people just dig that more. It's you so know? interesting you say that because like I don't really – like I get that side and – I am so curious to like hear other people's side on that. And I just talked to a guy that like his business is making like setups for people kind of like you or I have that maybe they're not like, you know, they're not, they don't want to like Google and YouTube all the gear and they don't, they're just having trouble setting it up. So he has like yeah. these package where he like helps people set up all this stuff and the stuff looks like super pro. He's awesome. like a photographer, uh, turn like, video creator, I guess I, it's, just, it's all he does is help people with their setups. Yeah. But like, of course it's his business. So he naturally is like in the camp of like, it, you, you want a pro setup. So it's interesting sure. hearing like his setup of like, kind of like the professionalism, like it sells, yeah. uh, a I was like, huh? Yeah. I yeah. get what you're thinking. Cause I, I kind of mentioned like that too. Cause I'm like, I know there's a lot more people out there that like, let's say TikTok creators that like, right. They know they have, they even maybe have like nice microphones and gear, but they are like using their phone with the iPhone speaker. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it has to be intentional. Um, yeah. yeah, it's gotta be. And, you know, just coming from someone who creates the work that I do for my clients uh, on the UGC side, usually it's a quick turnaround. Mm. So, you know, if they reach out and they're like, Hey, you know, I want um, a video with this trend. Can you get it to us in 48 hours? You know, here's the fee, whatever. Right. Um, to put that on a DSLR, to put it back on the phone, to try to cut it up. And, you know, it's a, it's a high res file. So, you know, it's taking up a lot of storage on your phone too. So it's like, it's just better to film it on your phone. And that's, yeah. that's what's so interesting about that whole thing is I, I think it depends on what you want. Like you look at a guy like Peter McKinnon, right? Who's the goat. Yeah. Like if his videos started being filmed on the iPhone, I'd be like, I don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. Cause I'm expecting such a high quality you know, Scorsese style film. Don't disappoint me. Yeah. Although it would be interesting if he just did it on the iPhone, but then like it's watching it for like, how the hell did he do this with an iPhone? Yeah. You know, like he, if there's anybody that would make it look like a, a red camera, right. <laughs> you're like what? Or I would love to see like a whole video and he doesn't say anything. Yeah. And yeah. then at the end he's like, Hey, by the way. Yeah. This, this was all th on this iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> like what? An Ow. iPhone six with my new LUTs. What? Yeah. I need those LUTs. <laughs> He's like, all it is is lighting and LUTs, baby. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, how do you how do you work with people? Um, this sounds like a podcast. I don't even know 
I'm realizing right now, I don't even know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we're recording by the way. I don't know. Uh, it's all good. It's all good to me. I usually uh, don't even. I usually don't even edit. I'll just. I'll put sweet, it up there. Sweet. Yeah. All right. So sweet. everyone, right. everyone, please help me welcome <laughs> Dylan Schmidt. <laughs> um, um, is it Schmidt by the way? Did I say that right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Um, I'm a big New Girl fan, so I shouldn't get that wrong. Yes, dude. I I. I never watched it, but I learned about that. I know. Blast. I still get watching TV like the worst. Um, my attention when it comes to TV is very low. I could read a book about paint drying, but like TV, I just struggle with. It's weird. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. And um, so you were saying, how do I? How do you? <laughs> this sounds like I. Oh, and I know why I was like, wait, are we recording? Because I'm like, this sounds like what a guest asks at the end of a podcast episode. <laughs> How do you work with people? Um, you mentioned UGC. Like, what what do you do with people? Uh, so a couple of things. So I, um, my production company, we do video editing for. If you have a podcast, I'll cut up the podcast and edit it. Also making clips mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And that's why I reached out to you the other day because I was like my workload is so big. I can't spend more time. I can't spend time on my clients because I'm too busy doing my stuff. Yeah. So I was, you know, looking for other companies to do my stuff, send them like all my back catalog. So that way I don't have to create every day and I could focus on my clients. Yeah. So I do that. Um, that's one service podcast servicing. And then, uh, my UGC business will be if a brand like recently I worked with uh, Mudwater. mushroom. Yeah. 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 Mushroom. Yeah. So I just reached out to them in DM, you know, I'll reach out to hundreds of brands. And uh, I'll reach out to them and say, you know, hey, I'm a UGC creator at Florida. I can create, you know, 30 to 60 second uh, videos, whether it's unboxing or um, reviews, testimonials, you know, what's your budget like? And they'll come back and say, yeah, we're in the need. You know, we want to run an ad. We want to do a, a sponsored uh, post. Uh, we could use an unboxing video. I was like, all right, cool. Well, here's my rates. And I send in my portfolio. And then I'm like, the only thing I ask is just send me your product. And then I'll do it and I can either ship the product back uh, or if you want me to do a full unboxing, I keep it and you could take that off the rate depending on however they want to do it. And that's it. And then I, I send the video and I give them 12 month uh, usage rights. And if they want to have it full term, like forever, then that's an extra fee as well. Dang. So, yeah, that's, I mean, it's 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 definitely a lot of fun. I enjoy doing it. I've been doing it for a while before it was even easy to say I was doing that, but I was doing it for maybe three or four brands. And mm -hmm. then um, I was like, you know, I, I should just do this full time. So, so you, if you do it for like three or four brands, is that like, um, so more than one, like it's uh, regular? Yeah, yeah, it'll be, I was working with a couple brands uh, monthly for almost, I don't know, six months, seven months. Okay. And that includes uh, post videos, all that. And they would just pay me. Even one of them, we did blog posts as well. So I would actually write their blogs and then do videos and then just to help SEO, I would post the photos and, and videos, and all that. So, um, but that was a lot of work. So now I only do videos. Ah, they, yeah, which is funny because people probably like look at videos like a lot of work. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it, it is, but I just, I love doing it. You know, it's, I mean, similar to podcasting, you know, if, if I can eventually turn this into my full-time gig, I mean, that's yeah. the dream. Yeah. Thing that's I hear so much about like UGC stuff, and I, um, the only like two people that I can think of that I know that do it regularly are you and Lloyd George. Um, oh, yeah, I um, love Lloyd, he's the man, he's the man, and he's so cool. I and, just talked to him today, actually. Oh, really? 
yeah, he's up in DC. I guess he finally finished moving and he's like, yeah, I got to convert one of my rooms to the studio. And cause I had him on my podcast, like, I don't know, maybe like a month ago or something like that. Just kind of shooting the shit. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's the week he was moving up there. So I was that like, yeah, dude, Washington sucks. You got to come down to Florida. It's way better over here. He used some, uh, not like, and it's obvious to him, not obvious to me. Like he used an acronym of something of like where he lived on his thing. And I know he was in Atlanta and whatever, like you mentioned, like DMV or something like that. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I was like, I don't know where that is. And I was just like, I'm going to wait for later clues. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, uh, but I, but like, cause I'm in LA. I'm like probably not over here that's <laughs> yeah well you too man you got to come to florida get the hell out of there yeah i've gone to florida i used to like go there somewhat frequently like years ago for clients but like orlando are you sure uh, so you i used to live in orlando actually now i'm in tampa uh technically apollo beach which is I, like i don't know probably like an hour and a half from orlando dude i but, loved tampa when i went there like um so fun I got my skateboard in Tampa. Um, <laughs> I've nice. skateboard and uh, the skate shop I went to, they were just so cool. I was like, dang, this place is awesome. Um, Orlando yeah. is like funny though, because it just feels like a theme park. That's like, all it is. Yeah. Everything is corporate. Yeah. Like T- Tampa's a big skateboarding community. They even have a nice little skate park too nice. in Tampa called the Tampa Skate Park. So yeah, next it's time you're out here. Competitions, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm remembering that. Um, yeah. I, I even think they, I don't know if they had Niger there couple years ago but they hosted um for the skateboarding league i want to say it was like it might have been before the pandemic but yeah i mean that was the first time they hosted um a course in the league it was pretty cool yeah it seems awesome out there yeah i like born and raised in southern california so it's hard it's hard to uh yeah but but florida also has that amazing weather where it's just like just spoiled you know yeah i always tell uh (laughs) i got a buddy who's out in uh hollywood he's an actor He's living in Florida as well. And I was like, uh, dude, you need to come back. He's like, well, what's so good about Florida? I was like, bro, it's California yeah. with no state tax and it's yeah. cheaper with everything. There's a reason why like so many people go to Florida, yeah. you know? But that's also the downfall as well. Yeah. That's, that's like, it feels like most places though that aren't California. It's like mm-hmm. California just flood into these other places, you know? But look, I'm in this like, I'm close to Hollywood, but like, I mean, I feel like I'm in like a secret trapdoor in LA um where people don't even know it's right like basically in between like say Hollywood and Pasadena um, and it's like little town of 20,000 people like just quiet nice feels like we're in the 1950s but like women's women have rights and stuff um (laughs) (laughs) just kidding (laughs) there's no segregation um (laughs) thankfully Um, yeah 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 um (laughs) But it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, it doesn't feel like LA, I guess. It's yeah. weird. Don't even mention what city it is. We don't want That's people. That's why, yeah. Keep, yeah. It, keep it on the download. P- I mentioned it's, it's Corona. Too. That's where you live is Corona. <laughs> Dude, I went to um, I went to high school right next to Corona, actually. So. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, well, the, one of the companies I, I worked for a while ago, we used to go to Cal- California probably four or five times a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were branched out of Corona. So Dude, we used to do yeah. that. And then we used to go to Laguna and... Uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. I love California. It's great. It's just yeah. so damn far. Yeah, for me. I think of Corona. I think of Travis Barker. Yeah, uh, he was opening sombreros. I think, or he opened up something. A chronic right? taco. He opened up some restaurant. Yeah, some had, like, Mexican joint, right? 
hanging upside down or something. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's all Parker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so are you podcasting full time? Is that, is that your gig as well? Or what do you got going on? No, no. And I like, I honestly forget that that's like a, I don't know. I'm like a, a strange in the sense of like, I didn't even like plan on starting a podcast or like being fuck, just stumbled into it. Uh, yeah. as far as like being the person, like making content, um, I work behind the scenes, like with brands, educators, different people, like making their podcast. And then like a year and a half ago, I was like, oh, I should create something where I just started talking about podcasting. And then I was like, I'm going to be the guy that's talking about podcasting or one of the guys. And then, but I'm not going to have a podcast. It'll be like, but then uh, my therapist actually was like, what, um, why don't you just start a podcast? Like, why aren't you starting a podcast? And I'm like, I don't know. Why do I need one? And she's just like, I think you should start one. I'm like, okay. So I started one and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so I've been doing that, but my goal was like to teach and educate people. Um, so I primarily, well, I just two things that I do full-time to, uh, full, full-time, um, <laughs> full, full. yeah, is like podcast consulting. Like I don't really do any production these days, um, except like my own, um, yeah. just consulting. So working with clients strategy and things like that. And then, um, last, uh, I think it was July or August. I had this like random idea of making like a repurposing company because I had been doing that for so many years for clients. Mm. Uh, and then that it was weird. Like I thought it, I thought of the name, like it came to me randomly. And then I was like, uh, this domain's available. That's weird. Um, it was expensive, but it was available. And, <laughs> and, uh, and so I was like, bought it. And then I got like great feedback. I think it was within 24 hours. I got like my first client with that company. Um, and then like, it just started, the feedback was like, I, I have not seen, I still haven't seen feedback like it actually, it's weird uh, every day. I'm like, this is strange. Cause like, I'm used to like having to really market something and really like, all right, how do I make this fit? And literally everything, like it was downloaded to my head. Like I'm sure. into crystals and like, uh, aligned choppers and all that. Like, not that I'm against that or making fun of it. I'm just saying like the ease at which this whole thing came together was ridiculous. Um, what do you, what do you think brought that on? Was it just, I mean, cause you I said you didn't really market it for anything or was it TikTok? Or? <laughs> I think it was just everything beforehand. Like all of my experiences, like just kind of aligned to this one idea that popped in my head when I was like shutting everything down for the evening. Right. And then I was like, what if I did this? And then I like, you know, but like the logo, the name, the tagline, like the whole process of everything. Like I wasn't trying to find the idea and then it like just formed. And then, mm. and it was just weird. Cause I'm like, even the onboarding process, the pricing, the um, way we work with clients, who we work with, who we can't like all of it all became there. really clear in wow. uh, less than an hour. And then like, so then like, yeah. So then clients just started, um, coming on and it's been cool and it's, it's not like for everybody. So like we repurpose content, but it's not, it doesn't work in every situation. Um, sure. which is cool. Cause like, it's annoying when you work with someone and they're like, we can do that. And you're like, eh, but they actually can't, you know? And you're right. like, why didn't you tell me, you know? So it's cool to have it like upfront be like, this is it. It's not like our way or the highway. I'm like, there's other ways of doing this. It's, right. 
the way we can do it best. So we work with like all sorts of different uh, companies and um, for everything from like an insurance company to like artists, management companies, um, to, to like corporate clients, to people that, um, are like solopreneur type creators and the pricing is the same. People are like, why don't you charge them more? I'm like, it's the same thing. Like it's the same process and That's it's cool. streamlined. So, um, I probably should be charging them more, but I'm <laughs> Well, I mean, that's simple. what that's what kind of makes, I would imagine, you know, if there is competition out there, that's what makes that different and unique. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And yeah. What, what's the company called? You talk about this Con name. That, what is it? Content Clips. Oh, that is genius. Right? I'm like, how is this not taken no in 2022? So is it contentclips.com? Yeah. Madness. <laughs> Why? Why is it available? Madness. Why yeah, is that available? That's crazy. Has, it ever been, has it ever been used? Do you know? I didn't look at the history. I don't know. Oh, that's insane. I'm kind but of I jealous. Can I can I tell you I'm jealous? I'm being honest. Dude, I'm I'm literally jealous of myself. Like I don't even know yeah. why. That's but that is part of the weird thing that happened of like, why is this available? Yeah. Meant to be. I don't know. Meant to be done. It's meant to be. It was just meant to be, and it came at the right time. So I do content clips is like uh in like a month it went to like, oh, this is gonna like because I also was doing like marketing consulting. Um and, and so now I just do the podcast consulting and content clips. And I have um, a team that like helps me with that because that was a whole part of the process is like, I can't do yeah. hundreds and hundreds of clips every month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and also at the price point too, because if I was doing all, it would just be ridiculous. It's too much. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I'm just doing that. But like the content clips clients come from content clips. <laughs> so... Uh, so like, when people, like only one person has said this and he recognized it when he said it, and it was kind of fun, but he was like, how do I know content clips? Like, he's like, but I'm coming to you from content clips. He's like, that's how I know it works. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of cool. And like, literally, like I just made one post on TikTok mm -hmm. and most of my clients come from TikTok or referrals. Um, sure. and like, I, I'm still like, kind of, it feels like everything's you know, cause it's only since August. So like, it's only like three or four months old and wow. it's growing steadily and people are really happy, um, uh, that are using it. And, and I'm really happy and I can like see all these things. And, uh, but like, what's weird to me is like, I have like a thing on the website that's like, where did you, where did you hear about us Do mm -hmm. TikTok? And wow, I don't have many followers on the TikTok of content. Like content clips has maybe 600 followers wow. and like, most people come from and people that are spending like a good amount of money um coming from TikTok. Like in like a corporate client came from TikTok that and I'm like it's still so it's weird how like the number of followers just doesn't matter. No, not at all. Yeah. It's it's a lot of it's word of mouth and and like sometimes one thing I notice in particular is like if you do have the setup ironically, you know, we're talking about oh quality doesn't matter. Use the iPhone. But really when you like as long as the content itself is good and it yeah. looks good and it looks professional, I think people kind of look at that setup and be like, that's better than my setup. Let me reach yeah. out. You know, and there, there's something cool about, that's what's so cool about TikTok is, you know, you're scrolling so quick and if it looks really good, you'll stop for a second. And if you consume that content, you're going to soak it up and you're going to potentially go to that profile, go to that website. At least that's how I consume content is. You, you got Same. a couple, right? You got a couple seconds to sell me 
on yeah. something. And then, and by sell, I mean not a physical product, but I'm going to watch your page if you sell me on you. Yeah. Do you and, think too, like, um, like agree with everything you said. And I find like myself, like when I go to spend money or not spend money on a product or service that I find on TikTok, I find like the actual, then like the page, oh, this page looks professional. Like the, um, link. Cause I, I've seen a couple where I'm like, what? Like they may maybe make great TikToks, but then I click their link in their profile and yeah. it like looks, I'm like, what is this? Like the, their link tree is garbage. Yeah. 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 And it, the page is like not formatted for mobile. So it's like hard to figure out what's going on. And I'm like, yeah. huh. You don't know what um, you're doing. Yeah. So I wonder how much like that plays into it too. That's, that's a big selling point for me as well. Like I'm, I'm a big, um, I'm a big fan of like looking at, cause I have a stand store myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm a big fan of like looking at other creators stand stores. And yeah. then if I like their content, even though I know for sure, if I click their affiliate link or something like that, I'll support them just because, yeah. you know, cause I, it's going to cost me the same either way. Yeah. Why not hook up a creator that does it? And yeah. there, there's something cool in that because I never, it's not like the creator gets a notification and says, Hey, Tony bought something. You just made $5 off this purchase. It's, they just see their report at the end of the month. But the fact that I did something to kind of help those creators out, which is why I love podcasting, you know, having mm -hmm. guests on that I don't know, that I do know, is just like helping spread the word is is cool. And I think that's what's a little bit special about TikTok is it's more in line with the creator economy. Uh, maybe not from a monetary standpoint yet. I think they're getting there, hopefully, because, you know, as you know, they don't really pay shit at, at TikTok uh, yeah. <laughs> versus like other platforms. Yeah, I hear yeah. a lot about it, but I don't know yeah. enough about it. But it's yeah, um, I mean, versus like uh, YouTube, it's not even close, right? Um, but what's cool about the what's cool about TikTok is just the the authenticity of the creator and being in that creator space, which is why I love podcasting. Is because you're able to connect with someone like through headphones. It's there's something unique and special where there's even if my wife is screaming and yelling for me to cook dinner, I can't hear her because I'm in the zone, right? And I feel like that's how TikTok is. And a lot of that is, has to do with the dopamine hit we're getting from all mm. this ridiculously stupid content. <laughs> yeah. However, the other part is like you're kind of connecting with people on a different level that you never have before. You know, yeah. it feels real. Um, it doesn't feel like Instagrammy. Yeah. You know, it's uh, you're like the fly on the wall. They're doing skits for you. It's like your own little personal Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, and it's real people, you know, people aren't being fake on there most of the time. And that's kind of what's cool about it is you're able to kind of connect with that creator. And if you can support that creator so they could put out more content, yeah, you know, that's, that's what's special about it. Yeah. So. I like my background is like, um, really education, like selling like, um, info products, which sounds like an infomercial, but like, or selling like coaching products, you know, like, oh, cool. um, things like that, like consulting type things, sure. which is not like getting paid from a platform, you know? Um, so it's like kind of funny to me a little bit because like on say Instagram, for example, there's that uh, bonus reel thing. Right. Yeah. You know, I forget what they call it. Bonus reels. I think. Yeah. Bonus. Yeah. It's um, like up to 30 bucks or some. Yeah. <laughs> it like, and they entice you they're like up to 8k or uh, like you can get like, I don't know what it is, yeah. but it's like no one's, realistically hitting that unless you're like probably a Kardashian or something, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I won't even hit that. Cause I'm like, well, I don't know what this does to my account, you know, like, will this like inhibit the reach or something? 
you know, and I start like mm. not going down a conspiracy path, but like, sure. I don't know, do I really need the 80 bucks or like, would I rather the reach maybe not be affected or not even, I don't even know if it's true. You know, I'm not like saying it is. Yeah. I just, just to I grow just, organically. I would do it. But yeah. people also are like trying to make money from the platform, right. which I just find something I just don't know enough about, but I find it interesting because like on TikTok too, mm -hmm. the creator under whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely not. I got a couple of buddies that uh, just do a lot of work and have a lot of viral videos and they just don't get paid a lot from TikTok. And, you know, <laughs> it's kind of a good thing, right? Because I don't know if we want to get in the habit of like YouTube shorts put out this big thing where they're going to make, you know, you probably heard about that, all your views and royalties, you're getting like 48% of royalties uh, based off ads and you just have to hit a certain qualification. And I mean, that's cool, but that to me inhibits the creator itself. You know, we're, we have to make sure we do a viral video so we can get paid. Yeah. You know, and what pisses me off the most, and if you know enough about social media, it's all free. They take our data and they sell it to advertisers and that's how they make money is they charge Nike and, you know, all these big multi-billion dollar companies, they charge them a boatload of money and they say, hey, I'm going to give you Dylan and Tony and 33 million other people's data information and you could target them mm -hmm. and give them ads. We just want a couple million dollars for an ad post. And they make a lot of money and really I think there should be some type of like, I don't know, either independent contract or something because if you're creating content that's valuable to the audience you should be getting paid forget the yeah. views forget the following if it's a valuable piece of content you should be getting paid or i even would be okay with i don't tell me what you think about this but i'd be okay with like paying for subscriptions like i totally I see what um, what Elon did with Twitter, and of course, it's mm -hmm. going down a shit show. But yeah, I, think, I love looking at it every day. I'm like, yeah. I'll go to his profile, be like, "What did he tweet? Um, <laughs> what do you got going on today, bud?" But the whole eight dollars a month for the check, it's not bad. I kind of dig no, it. I would pay it. I don't like. Yeah. I saw that it like went away, and I was like, oh, "I'll get to it," because I'm not right. like a heavy Twitter Twitter user. But like, same. I'm man. like, I pay it. I pay the twelve or fifteen bucks a month for YouTube Red or whatever right. it's called i'm like i don't understand i'm like i use youtube every day to consume content like yeah. not and then i'll go on a guest profile to like not screw up my algorithm to like mm -hmm. look up something i want to look up like a video from the 90s right. i'm not gonna like screw up my algorithm <laughs> so i have like nothing but in sync videos right. um, but, <laughs> but like it's totally worth it when i gotta sit yeah. through ads I'm like ugh, such oh, a yeah. for sure it's well, yeah. it, it'd be even really cool if like that $8 per month from Twitter, let's say, maybe maybe 60% of that or 70% of that goes to creators on the platform. You know, so Twitter's, because that's all incrementality, right? Yeah. Twitter's making a boatload of money from advertisers and on the back end. So maybe they just create some type of subscriber program. Same thing with Instagram. It's like I would pay $4 a month to use mm -hmm. Instagram as yeah. long as I know that that $4 a month is going to creators. Yeah. If you could pay creators more because the more content they create that I like, the more I'm going to stay on that platform. And you know? I think Instagram was like, oh, yeah, we'll do something like that. But you pay each individual creator. And it's like, I'm not subscribing to like, yeah, whoever these like, I know it's like, how do I, what's what is the what makes that paid on Instagram yeah. better than it's just like, I mean, they're creating a Patreon account, essentially. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't, 
even if I follow that person every day, yeah. like Joe Rogan, I listen to his podcast, but I would never like pay just for Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. Like what extra value is going to give? It's not like you could like, and I think of like an educator, if I was like learning from like a creator and they were like, Oh, I'll teach you how to make better video or whatever. It's not like they could send really long form content that I would like to receive through Instagram. It's not like, Oh, I also store my PDFs here. No, yeah. like I'd want like that in a course or through email, not on Instagram, yeah. you know? Well, especially if you got things like stand store that you could do that yeah. anyway, and you could charge yeah. people that way or Patreon and you could charge Patreon is just a massive fee for the creator. But yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, if you, if you could charge all those different things anyway, and you know, Instagram's just trying to throw a bunch of things up against the wall and see if it sticks. But, um, I don't know. I think the TikTok has really like put a, a serious dent yeah. in social media. Everyone's worried except yeah. TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Google's worried, Facebook, you know, they laid off like, I don't even know, like 10,000 employees or something yeah. the other day. So, so many, all yeah. of them are. And I like, and it's interesting because like a lot of people I talk with are like so discouraged on TikTok or they're like, ah, I posted a little bit. And like, I was just thinking this morning, I'm like, I, 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 I don't want to um, come across like insensitive sometimes when I like post on stuff because like I get, especially around money, because like everyone's mm -hmm. kind of got their own thing. And I'm like, I don't know. And it, social media doesn't paint the full picture, but right. I wanted to be like your 200 view posts could still make you thousands of dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not like you need every video to hit a thousand views to then like take it seriously like right. take it seriously at 200 views <laughs> yeah i mean you know again people don't understand here's what's crazy like owning a business uh because i own two businesses now and the fact that i can stay at home and post a video and even if that video like you said got 200 views that's 200 people that wouldn't know about my product versus yesterday and it cost me zero dollars. Zero. 200 people. So yeah. we need to not worry about like what the social media apps are paying us. Yeah. Just think about the concept of like a billboard. A billboard yeah. costs $10,000 to run it for four weeks. Yeah. And no one sees a billboard and pulls over right away and says, oh, I got to buy that. But someone could watch your video and be like, oh, that's a dope ass t-shirt. Click, bought, done. You just got a new customer. And now you have their email. So now you can constantly send them more emails and maybe grab more products from them. And, you know, it's just, yeah, you, you got to think bigger picture. It's, it's an incredible yeah. thing that we're, that we're yeah. experiencing. Like I just can't for the life of me care enough if videos take off or don't take off on TikTok. Maybe yeah. I should, but like, cause I'm like, <laughs> I don't, all I see is like, clients coming in and <laughs> even if like I have a, I don't know, like, and I talked to um, my one friend who's just like talks about like views and analytics and all these things. I'm like, I don't know. I don't have enough time or energy to like really dive into it. Yeah. I know there's value in it, but like when me, so it's changing too, Dylan. Yeah. Constantly yeah. changing. Constantly changing. Um, and like the algorithms you, are constantly changing. Yeah. You need a social media manager to, Exactly. keep up with everything it's outrageous yeah and i'll watch a couple of people on youtube like talk about it and i'm like that's cool enough to know it doesn't really change my strategy but like right. as far as just making content <laughs> yeah like, yeah i mean there, there was some great value i um i i bought a course from uh sean cannell who's a oh, big yeah. yeah big Think youtuber yeah. 
-hmm. yeah, YouTube strategy, wrote a couple books on the idea. And that to me was worth it because he taught me a lot of stuff that, you know, is kind of parallel to a lot of other creators when it comes to like channel art, um, SEO, but he dives very specific. I mean, it's a very detailed course. It'll give you a headache if you're not into it. I'm super yeah. excited about it. So like I could just like go crazy watching it, but how he breaks down everything is very, very simple. And of course they're all video courses naturally. So you're watching these videos and you're learning all these little tips and tricks about SEO and things like that. And they're, they're practices that most likely won't change for the next 10 years because he doesn't really talk about algorithm too much. He even says it. He's like, it's going to change constantly. So I want you to be able to reference this video in five years. You know, if we talk algorithm, you're not going to be able to reference that. However, we're going to talk about Google search. We're going to talk about SEO, trending topics, how to find those trends. Like all that type of stuff is very valuable. But even that's a lot. Like I watched a few videos on this course. I'm like, <laughs> you know, but if you want to go viral and you want to hit the big numbers, that's how you do it. But like you said, I mean, if I can get, if I can get 1%, of a hundred views that buy something, that's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. If, if I could do that every day, come on. <laughs> and it's all incremental. That's the, that's what people don't understand. It's yeah. these are people that you're never going to run into in person. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah, totally. And that's what's like, that's why I was like, I'm going to make public content. Like I'm going to make content mm -hmm. and post it because I see some of the wealthiest people I know don't have good looking content. They don't get a lot of likes and they don't have a big following and yeah. they just know how to monetize on the back end. And I'm like, well, I know how to do that. Cause I'm like, uh, helping all of this stuff on the back end and like a launch strategy and, um, all sorts of, of different strategies. And did I lose you? No, no, I'm still with you. I'm oh. just switching cameras. Oh. See oh, that? Cool. <laughs> uh, I, I just realized I, I didn't even use my stream deck this whole time. We've been going for like 20 minutes and I'm like, Ugh. Oh, it <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm like, why don't it just be like that question about the ecam? Mm -hmm. Are you able to like, like how we're looking at it right now is, are you like, say I use Riverside, I can have like, a view, a recording of just you, a recording of just me, a recording of both of us. Can you Correct. do that on Ecamm too? Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to set up. I've never done it live, but I've done it through this recording where I would just uh, set up a scene and it would record both oh, at the same time. Yeah. That is cool. Um, and that's kind of what I, the, what I love about like switching cameras usually. Like I'll switch. And then of course, when I end it, right in the recording, it's an MP4 and I'll either throw in Premiere and clean it up or I'll just post it right on YouTube. But yeah. the camera switching back and forth is how it gets recorded. That's which awesome. I, yeah, which I love. Although yeah. I'm kind of regretting it now because now that I do all my editing, like my nine by 16s for TikTok and Reels and stuff, usually I'm, you know, top and bottom. <laughs> yeah. So like when I switch, then I have to like go back to the other one. So it's, it's almost better this way all the time because I'll always have that was one by one squares to cut up and move around how I please. Um, yes. Yeah. I know what you mean. I did like one, um, I did one podcast interview like that. And I was like, Oh, this is easy. I'm like, I don't really need some back and forth AI right. generated thing. Cause like if you're going vertical clips, you might as well just keep it in the side by side. Exactly. And I even thought about maybe doing this one day. Um, I, I don't, 
I don't want to risk it because if it screws up, it'll ruin the podcast video. But I think it might even be cool eventually to do this same setup, but already have it nine by 16, like in the setup. So I would record it with the black, it'd be empty on the sides uh, mm -hmm. and you would be vertical already. So that way I literally don't have to do anything. I mean, I could take that and put it in cap cut and make a clip out of it. That would be cool. You know what I mean? But then when you watch it on YouTube, cause I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel, that's not, yeah, that's not very exciting. So I don't yeah, know. that's true. But that I've never be... seen any other podcasters do it that, that way either. I haven't either. Do you have, so speaking of like gear and tech and apps, have you messed around at all with the latest version of Descript? Not the latest, but I did get the email. I was on it for a while. And then again, I just, I got to, I got so busy. I was like, I, I got all these platforms, but yeah. The, yeah, it's like, the update looked ridiculous. Learning, I use Descript every day and I'm like, I feel like I have to relearn it just yeah. from literally like two days ago. Um, it's been insane though, this newest update, cause I've been using it, but they really changed it like two days ago. But, um, but there's been some features in there that have been insane. And I'm like, this is such a game changer that I don't think people know about yet. And it's going to hopefully push all of these video editors in this new direction of like making it just better for us. Like mm. the user is the one who wins at the end of the day. Cause it, everything is so time consuming, but Descript is like, boom, boom, boom. Like, so like, say you make your clips, right. Or whatever, any video, it doesn't matter. YouTube, it doesn't have to be a clip, but just say you made like a YouTube video uh -huh. instead of like going, if you use stock video, instead of like going to Envato elements or like wherever you go for stock video, right. it's like built in the thing. So all you do at the top is just hit like stock video. You can search right there in Descript. You can scroll right through and you're like, oh, that's the one I want. So you click it and boom, automatically sets it to your video. Wait, you don't have on, to like, so download and drag free? all of it. Yeah. Royalty free stock videos, stock video, what? stock images, sound effects, GIF, Giffy's, Giffy, the company Giffy. Giffy's, yeah. Um, uh, that's like built in integration, Giffy stickers. What the um, fuck? I think they have music as well, but the sound effects are good, like good enough. Um, wow. Is that, uh, so, is it, but is that a monthly subscription though? Uh, Descript, well, not, it's not extra to have those things. Descript itself is like, I think it's like $30 a month. Right. But that's um, all included with it? Yeah. All included. Wow. And, I didn't know that. And I mean, technically you could also use it as like the export for the X SRT file. And then you can also add text in there, like not just captions, like you can bake in the captions, um, right. but you can also add in like text elements. So you could add in like different animations if you wanted to add like effects on those animations. Man, I'm going to have to start playing around with that again. I just been, it's so fast I've been using Premiere for so long, man. It's like, I have like the perfect workflow, like my sequence and I have my captions and I have this like thing that I always do. So it's so hard to get out of the yeah. routine of it. And I just, you know, when I first used Descript, I think it was like two years ago when I first started playing around with it. And I was like, eh, it's, I like Premiere yeah. better. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. But now it I hear it's so much more better. Like, Well, I think you could like, because not everything about it is like perfectly polished, you know, like sure. I think like Premiere of, of course is going to have like a better end result just because it's Premiere. But like you could probably speed up the workflow of the initial edit into script. And I believe there's like an 
export or publish button to Premiere. So then it would like just move that over to Premiere and then you would be able to finish it up in Premiere if you wanted. Wow. Which is that's not like way out of my like yeah. skill range because I don't really know Premiere, but I know that there's a Premiere button. <laughs> wow, and I see dude. people on like the Discord talking about uh Premiere or Final Cut as like they're like, oh, the export to this. I'm like, I don't know what they're doing, but that is crazy, me. dude. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to take a look at that. It'd be yeah. worth it for sure. Again, just everything, anything to speed up workflow. Yeah, the stock video part is to me is so slow of like I gotta go through and then download and then import. Yeah. One well, alone, like I have, um, I have Artlist, uh, and I mm -hmm. think that that might be like nine or ten bucks a month. Mm -hmm. So if you get rid of that and you pay thirty for that, I mean that that's worth it if you get yeah stock. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <sighs> well, if if I could take anything away from this podcast, get fucking Descript. <laughs> I, know. I know this episode right. is not sponsored by Descript, but uh, <laughs> we are hoping that they'll reach out to us. <laughs> So Dylan and Tony Descript were here to sponsor yeah. your videos. It is uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, by the way, are, we're at like an hour. Are you good on time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And I don't look at the calendar. I'm good on time. But <laughs> 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 I don't look, nothing's real. <laughs> and, I keep, and I keep forgetting it's, you know, it's Cali time. So what is it like two o'clock over there? Yes, it is. Yeah. So come on. Yeah. You're we're just, just getting started. <laughs> uh, what's with your sweater, man? Anti-podcast podcast club. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm I'm on like a bootleg logo kick. And so I've been looking for like logos where I can insert either the word podcast or content clips into just for fun. Yeah. Pure like no just real like yeah. marketing ploy. It's honestly just me like like um for a uh for better or worse, and an example of worse would be I took the Burger King logo uh and then made content clips logo and I'm like this doesn't paint the company quite in the best light because it's not like there's a strong brand. Uh, people aren't like, ooh, Burger King, I want that. Like, so, uh, but I thought it looked cool. Also with um, Cup of Noodles, I have a Content Clips logo. Oh, I'm sick. like, it's fun. So this is Anti-Podcast Podcast Club and uh, streetwear brands, you know, I'm like kind of looking at it and uh, I'm just trying to like. Yeah. So did, have did you, uh, you made that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I use like Printful. Sure. Um, you just make on demand and like, so I'll just make like, you know, just one of ones. Actually, I have a one coming. It probably was just delivered about uh, the Santa Cruz logo, but with content clips. That's um, funny. And uh, yeah, because I'm like, I would wear this if I wasn't even doing like video. Right. Because it's fun. And it just, you know. <clears throat> well, it's, you know, it's funny because I, I do the same thing. I have uh, I have a company with my wife. It's called Meet Cue Box, uh -huh. and it's a, a date night subscription box. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but all of our items in each uh, box, it's new every month. It's themed, and it's a surprise theme date night, and we ship it to members every month. But each item in the box is from a local business. So uh, I've reached out to a small local business, and then I had all these ideas of doing like custom shirts and things. Like that. So I actually made. A couple logos and shirts and i use um I f it might be printful but i have squarespace so whatever squarespace's affiliate is um it just links it to the website and then you can create everything there i order a sample and it's just for me that's just sick. One. so you can do it through squarespace yeah yeah i don't I know what squarespace but it I might even be a printful extension oh. and that way if i wanted to i do sell it on my website as well but it's mainly just for me 
you know, because yeah. you're, not, you're not holding inventory. I even made this shirt just because, like. Oh, yeah. Love that. So stay You made humble. that through that company? Yeah. That looks yeah. awesome. I Print just, them. I created it through Canva. So I just made like a, you know, got the specs and everything. And then just yeah. grab these little, uh, grab this little guy. Because I, I was actually on a podcast with a buddy and we were getting this argument. And uh, not an argument, but, you know, it was a fun, we were busting each other's yeah. balls. And he's like, yeah, man, he's, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I was like, bro, just zoom out, buddy. Yeah. You're, you're just one person and 8 billion people on this planet. Just <laughs> relax. Stay humble, buddy. <laughs> and then I thought, zoom out. That's kind of a dope shirt. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, what if we were just an astronaut floating around on the planets right there? That kind of gives you some perspective on, you know, stay yeah. in your lane, buddy. Be humble. So. Dude, I love that. I love like the taking an idea of something and then turning it into like a physical item is like fun, you know? Same. Like, cause Same. I was going through um, just like nostalgia reasons, right? Actually, I think on my shirt underneath this, it's digital podcaster, but it's like the Street Fighter logo. Oh, sick. Um, so I'll go on like Fiverr and, yeah. and I'll, I'll, well, first I'll like look at like logos from like my childhood or just like video games or anything that like sparks like, some like childhood memory that I'm like, Oh, this is fun. Um, and then I'll go on Fiverr and then have somebody like remake the logo in that. And, and, but just like to be able to have that idea, have the logo made and then make it into a shirt like you did. Like that's, that is an exciting, that's why it's an exciting time to be alive. (laughs) I mean, you should, you should see my Canva projects because I have like 15 shirt (laughs) ideas. And cause I thought to myself, I did this massive haul probably about, I don't know, six months ago or something, where I grabbed all this shit that I didn't wear. I don't know if you've tried this trick, but you put your hangers on normal, and then when you use the shirt, you hang mm. it back up and then flip it. Yes. And then after six months, you look at all the ones you didn't flip. That means you didn't wear it. Donate that shit. Yes. So I did that, and it turns out I only wear like 15 shirts. <laughs> hey, that's actually not bad, though. 15? Yeah, 15. Yeah. So I donated everything else, and then I was like, you know, if I'm going to wear shirts, let me just, like, make them. Yes. Because it costs, like, 10 bucks or some shit. And, you know, even if you want to sell it down the road, cool, but at least you have the image, you have the shirt. And then if you wanted to, like, you know, I get people all the time that ask me some other shirts I wear and, like, hoodies like that, where they're like, oh, dope shirt, dude, where'd you get that? I was like, oh, I sell on my website. And then, like, as they walk away, I'll go on my website and hit publish. Cause I don't yes. usually sell stuff, but <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I was like, get a sale. Boom. <laughs> but, but I'm like, you know, if I'm going to buy stuff, at least like I could wear it and say, you know, I created this and there's something cool about that. Very similar to a podcast. Like when I record a podcast, I was in the habit prior to like first hundred episodes. I never listened to a podcast because you know, you edit it, you hear your yeah. voice all the time and you're like, enough's Weird. enough. Yeah. But now there's something cool about like, I have a Tesla and there's something cool about like the touchscreen and you scroll and like my playlist is like, it's Joe Rogan, Dak uh-huh. Shepard, the Smartless podcast uh-huh. with Jason Bateman. And uh, there's a couple of the creators I follow, like Lloyd's podcast on there. And then you see my podcast and I'm like, click it oh, yeah. and listen to it. And there's just something cool about like seeing your channel art and hearing your voice for a little bit and just knowing that, you know, it's getting out to the massive and. And uh, that creativity is able to to spread, and that's how I feel with like making gear and stuff. That's so fun. totally, and it's cool to make it like in your own exactly how you want it. You know, like mm. I, how many times have we seen like a shirt where you're like, 
ah, that's, I just wish it was like this, you know? Right. And then now to be able to be like, nah, I make it, I made it exactly how I want it. If someone else wants it too, cool. But like, it's exactly how you want it. And At that's, I'm sure, yeah. yeah. And oh man, I went through like during the whole pandemic, I went through like a, I read some book on minimalism and I got rid of like so much stuff. I sold so much stuff on eBay. It was ridiculous. Like I felt like it was just a new side business of yeah, for like, sure. Like according to the IRS, I sold $19,999 on, damn. you know, that's it. Cause I think something happens after 20,000. I don't know. Oh, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> you actually have to like pay taxes on that other stuff. Yeah. So it was right up until that point. Definitely wasn't anything over. Um, definitely was not anything over that, but, um, <laughs> I think it's been a couple of years. I'm probably good now. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, but like, yeah. And then having like an empty wardrobe of like, Whoa, I don't have enough clothes, but then refilling it with stuff you genuinely like. Yeah, that's a game too. For sure. And, you know, again, it's like it comes down to it where I work from home. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, other people don't have the privilege, obviously, but where do we really use clothes? Jeez, you know, yeah. like. And only yeah. upper. Like, I'm not wearing anything lower. Right. Literally. But... Literally. I'm naked. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> in the draft. <laughs> so who needs, who needs panties? I don't need panties. Yeah. No. No. Um, but, yeah, dude, we don't use clothes yeah. like so for us to have so many things just because like even my wife and i argued about this the other day because we went to a wedding and she was like trying to convince me that she needs to buy a new dress and she's like uh she's like yeah you know uh i wore this dress you know at uh at uh quinceanera uh -huh. um uh, you know and they're like everyone that's at the wedding is going to see it they're going to see that same dress i'm going to be in the same pictures and we're going to do that and I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. I get it. And I was like, yeah. when was this quinceanera? She was like, oh, it was before we met. And I was like, wait, that was like seven years ago. <laughs> Hold on. I had to stop her. She was about to hit buy now on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I was like, Hold on. You're telling me you need to buy something because you're worried about something you wore seven years ago? No one cares. No one's going to see that. I was like, if the quinceanera was last week, okay, you could buy a new dress. Like, come on, yeah. seven years ago, like, no one gives a shit. That if, photo is gone. It's dropped off the internet. Don't worry about it. And if oh, someone gosh. gave a shit, like, what? <laughs> who, like, who are you? What? How do they know? Like, how do they know? Like, right. you got to reevaluate. You got to change uh, passwords. You got to probably move if someone knows. <laughs> like, like, and, like, I'm, I'm imagining that conversation. Like, they, they walk into the wedding. They look at my wife. They're like, um, didn't you wear that seven years ago? <laughs> what? No one's going to say that. And also too, like we, then we went down this whole rabbit hole of like, why do you care about what people think? And that was, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, long story, long story short, she ended up buying a dress and I lost, yeah. but <laughs> because she's yeah. always right. But, um, yeah, it's just one of those things, man, where we don't really need a lot of clothes. We don't really need a lot of stuff. Oh no, yeah. Not at all. Dude, yeah. not at all like i mean yeah this i and but what's funny with okay when it comes to like content creation specifically mm -hmm. like and we were talking about this before like dude i buy i buy so many things to like get the thing that i i want mm. it takes me like so many purchases to get to the one you know <laughs> tripod like i got a ridiculous amount yeah. lights ridiculous amount like all these little things and then 
you know, I settle on what I, I finally settle on, but it takes a few to get there. And I'm like, I don't want to just throw it away. Uh, I'm terrible at returning things. Um, so it just kind of yeah. sits there. And yeah, like, and you just get you get locked in. And I think that's what we all have to do, right? Depending on what you whether you're a creator or you know, you just have hobbies or, or something, you get to the point where you're satisfied and then you need to learn that there needs to be a point where you're satisfied. Because yeah. you yeah. know, that's the problem I think with everyone being in debt and credit yeah. cards, especially with totally. everything that's going on with the economy right now. It's almost like you need to learn when that bar where that bar is. You need to learn where that bar is. Yeah. And, and you're satisfied with this type of vehicle, stay there. Yeah. Let it marinate for a bit. Relax. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause that, 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 um, dopamine goes away on that new purchase. And then people are just like, mm. it feels the same. That feels like that's the bar set. The standards there. But I will say mm. on the flip side of that, some people need to be spending money. Like they're trying to expect the, all the results and then being like, I don't want to pay for the paid version of zoom. And I'm like, mm. you need cloud recording. You need like something longer than 40 minutes that like the appearance you're giving to your clients, like these things make it, Oh, I don't like Ecamm cost money. What's the free version. I'm like, you want to make a million dollars, but you don't want to pay 30 bucks a month. Like what's mm -hmm. going on here. Um, so, so paying too, like, of course the extremes, but like, I meet a lot of people that are like, um, you know, they're just like, oh, wait, how much does it cost? <laughs> I have that. Yeah, that's a great point. I have that conversation all the time with people, especially when it comes down to gear and stuff. You know, because you look at like, I keep saying Joe Rogan, but the only reason I say that is because in terms of like audio equipment, like if you listen to his podcast or like Dak Shepard or like these folks that, you know, have the, the sure mics like you do. Uh, this episode not sponsored by Sure, um, <laughs> but you have these mics, and when you listen to the the audio podcast in your car or on your headset when you're jogging in the morning, and you hear that versus like someone that's just talking on a phone, it's it's night and day. That podcast to me, it gets you in this different zone where it's almost like that ASMR type of feeling, and that's why audio equipment, video equipment. Ecamm Live, Zoom, like all this stuff is very, very important because if you want the best aesthetics for your business, for your creativity, like whatever you do, you got to spend a little dough. But the good news is once you spend that, you know, be satisfied with it, learn the ropes and, you know, keep doing it. Yeah. And, and if it's going to make you money or if the plan is to like monetize it and like have it be a money making thing, that's mm. awesome. And it's quite just an investment at that point. But it drives me a little nuts sometimes when like like i have my setup go like here and it's harder for me to like record somewhere else other than my desk not harder it's just like time consuming for and sure. time is just like that's what kind of for me kills my creativity if i have to like mm -hmm. i'm not going to execute this idea because it's going to take me you know a while to execute versus like i just sit down and go people wow. are like oh i don't need to use the that camera, I don't want to buy that cable because I want to spend money on the cable. So I'll just use my phone. And I'm like, you, but you're going to be using this every day. Yeah. So just do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you cannot be lazy when it comes to creativity in particular. Yeah. Um, That's and true. that goes with anything, whether it's drawing or podcasting or it doesn't matter. If you want to be creative, you got to think the mind is so like complex that it doesn't want simplicity. 
And that means like the viewers, your customers, they don't want simplicity either. They want the best of the best, which is why they're coming to you, right? Yeah. So you got to spend the money to make that money. And, yeah. you know, it's true what you say too, because I, before the pandemic, I used to have people come to my studio. I lived in a different house back then, one of my other houses. And uh, I really enjoyed having people in the studio. Problem is, this type of situation, of course, I was only having local people, right? Like I would never have someone in California fly over, right? Yeah. So prior to the pandemic, I was having people in the studio and it was great. And it was good to be in person, have them there. And that's what I love to do. Um, but then this is great to your point. Mm-hmm. Being at the desk is awesome. And I've even had people offer to fly me out to different states, bring my equipment and do a podcast. I'm like, bro, I can't. Yeah. Like, you can come here, but yeah. I just to travel with my roadcaster, my mics, yeah. my setup. I don't know the area. I don't know the lighting. Do I have to bring my softbox? Like, what? It's just too much. And it's the stress. Like, have you ever done a portable podcast? Or yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a mess. The outlets. Do I have a long extension? Like, the stress of everything is just a little, yeah. it's not my happy place. This is my happy place right here. Being Although I'm not a fan of the virtual. Yeah. If I had to do it, you know, I would want to be in studio. I even had a really radical idea that I'm trying to pursue, but I can't find any local creators to do it with me. Um, I have a buddy that is willing to invest that lives in Orlando. Problem is, though, he doesn't really share my same type of innovative creativity when it comes to the creator economy and where it's going. So he sees kind of like where it's at now, and he's like, "Eh, I don't know if it's going to be like that in five years. I'm like, it's going to be better. And my idea, spoiler alert, is I want to create like a studio space, kind of like an Airbnb, but people come and it'll be my business, but people come and they rent out individual spaces, which exists already for sure. We mm-hmm. know that that's, that's nothing new, but they could either, you know, do product photography, everything will be their backdrops, um, lighting, cameras, and then the podcast space where you can come and record your podcast. So you can rent out spaces. I know in LA, my buddy that lives out there, it's a big deal over there. But there's not a lot of places where you can actually rent everything. Mm, it's like yeah. a table and four chairs and you got to bring your own shit. Mm-hmm. So my space, I want it to be a place where creators can come and they just show up with their guests. I got the cameras. I got the mics. I got the lights. I got everything you need. The roadcaster. I'm going to produce it for you. You record. I'll switch cameras, do whatever we got to do. And for an extra fee, so you pay per hour, but for an extra fee, I'm even going to edit the podcast for you. So you go back home, you do your thing, I'll work on editing it, or I could just send it to you, the raw file, and you could do it yourself. But at least now you just show up, you got your equipment, because to me, that would be a money space that I would want. Like I would pay mm-hmm. per hour to do that. And in Florida, yeah. at least there's nothing like that right now that that's like that. Yeah. I I haven't explored the studios much in LA. I've like seen some on like Instagram and stuff, but I haven't explored yeah. it much. The um I love that idea. Like I think it's such a great idea. And I think so many different like levels, people that are just starting or people that have been doing it for a while, people that are passing through, like it just makes so much sense to have, like that it would seem like a no-brainer. The um not that it's the same exact thing, but it makes me I'm only mentioning it because I think he, I was asking him how he does it. There is a uh, guy that has a podcast named Danny Miranda mm-hmm. and the Danny Miranda podcast. And he, he makes a lot of clips. Um, but 
I was asking him because I'm like, because he lives in like New York or something. And I'm like, dude, New York, like the space is a premium, you know? Yeah. Um, and he said, uh, he was telling me about the studio that he goes to. I forget the name of it. And they do a similar thing. Like he shows up, they record. Because he only seems to do in-person ones. Oh, okay. um, but he's in like, Manhattan. And so yeah. So he rents and a I, studio. I, yeah. And I think they make them Just... clips too. Um, oh. But I don't know. But if you check out like his his TikTok, you can at least see the studio, what it looks like. Because it, yeah. it looks pretty good. Yeah. What's, like, it, what's, what's it called again? Uh, well, Danny Miranda is the podcaster, Danny but Miranda. All right, I'll I don't look know up. the, I can't imagine there's that many podcast studios in New York, although I could be totally wrong. Maybe there's a ton. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I always looked at it like, even if there was five in a state, mm-hmm. like five in New York is still not enough. No way. Yeah. No. And you know? cool ones too, like where it's like cool. cool backdrops, like cool, like good lights, like quality, you know, yeah. like, like yeah, you would do it right. I've seen a couple in LA on Instagram where I'm like, this doesn't look right. Yeah. This looks Same. like someone, this looks yeah. like an office. That was, I mean, dude, there's even like, you know, we work. Yeah. The office bay. That's 150 bucks to rent a desk. A month or an hour, an hour, really? An hour. <laughs> that seems like, I'm like, that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> who is renting a desk for her? some the, some jabronis that want to do like some big meeting or something, you know? But uh, uh-huh. still, even if it's yeah. fifty, that's yeah. way too much for a desk. You know, it's probably but, not sound controlled either. If you were to do a no, podcast, then. no. And again, you got to bring your own equipment. Like I even looked at spaces. I found some really interesting spaces in like downtown Tampa, which is a really nice area. And even across the street, they're building a. Uh, I don't know if you guys have like food halls in LA. Food halls, like yeah, they're like they're kind of like <laughs> I mean they're fancy food trucks, but mm-hmm. inside. Uh, so no, it's almost like so. a food court uh-huh. style, but it's very like upscale, trendy, you know, rustic, you know, filtered water and all that shit. Um, <laughs> so <it's> but like <laughs> weird back and forth. They're like, what is this toy yeah. portal? It's like lobster in it. And you're like, what? Can I just get some craft? Yeah. So, but across there, and it's only like 3,800 bucks a month for this massive space. It's like 2,200 square feet. And, you know, it's big open warehouse. And I would, you know, build up walls and, and create each different wall would be different. And then one room would be enclosed. And that would be the the podcast room where we'd soundproof everything. But, you know, I thought even if you charge someone 200 bucks an hour to use all the equipment and all that, you rent three hours a week and your rent's covered yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah the the problem that i've been finding at least is i just can't there's no creators in tampa that would want to work it with me you know because i could i could open it up i could put down the capital it's just to have someone like with me every day yeah because i got a feeling like once i start it and i know how to market it on tiktok i think yeah. that thing will blow up yeah you know and ex- <laughs> yeah. especially with like creators like wanting to like I even think UGC like I would go to a space to use an empty space to film UGC if I wanted to like if they have props and everything yeah I would be all about that I've seen those like uh, I forget what they call them but like at different malls and stuff have you seen those where they have like different right. little uh, like I'm going to make up a name it should be a name if it's not but, like selfie world you know and it's just like <laughs> it's like uh little stations and it's like a ring light on a stand with a cell phone holder and you, they don't even have a camera like it's just your own phone yeah 
And they'd probably charge outrageous fees. Outrageous. And the like profit is insane. And yeah. they have some girl that's like in high school working the front desk. And it's like. And you you'd know. probably check in on your phone. Like the girl's there just yeah. to make sure yeah. no one steals the ring light. Like that's. Yeah. Really- oh, I got to plug the ring light back in because yeah. it got unplugged. Like that's the. That's her it job. It seems super straightforward. I'm surprised. At least I have. I don't. Not hanging out at malls at this age, but like, um, I have, I'm surprised I haven't seen more of those. Like, I know, yeah. yeah, which also makes me wonder is like, maybe it's not in high demand as much as I think, maybe. but I also think it's just it doesn't exist, you yeah. know, like people, yeah. people aren't aware of it because why would you? You don't yeah. know it exists. Yeah, but, I went to Austin last April and we went to this interactive art exhibit. And I wasn't going to like take pictures, right. but everybody else was. And so it was basically like one of those selfie station things. And, but it wasn't like meant to be, it was supposed to be like an interact, like an art exhibit where like you see these different things and I'm like, that's People really, I just want to take pictures. So like, if you can just feed into that, but make it really cool. I don't see how that could lose. Yeah. Right. And you know, again, you look at like, you go to a wedding, everyone yeah. loves the selfie area like that's where people people don't even care about the bride and groom after a while they're like oh my god you have props give me the fake mustache i want that like people are all about taking photos and uh, And they want to have their even though you pay the thousands for the professional photographer and videographer like they they want their photos they want to capture it for their tiktok um isn't that so funny yeah where they just don't want the watermark but they'll take a shittier iphone photo (laughs) yeah yeah i've seen a couple weddings recently where like they announce, you know, like, please like, cause they don't want phones in the professional shots. Totally. You know, like we're all living in the moment here. Come on. And every time I've seen that happen, they, people still, it's like a reflex. They like still take out their phone. Every time we almost did a, at our wedding, we almost did a like box where you had to drop your phone off. Oh, nice. Nice. Cause we, we literally tried to position it to where no one could put up their phone. And, you know, again, we said no phones. It was on the sign. It was on their invitation. It was on the flyer they got. Like, there was like 17 different points of interruption where there was a big thing that says, put your phone away till after the reception. Next thing you know, we look at the wedding video. Six people in the back just fucking. <laughs> like, come, right. on, man. come on. But, you know, it's it's what's to be expected, right? That hit of dopamine is just, it's so good. Yeah. What do you, oh, I forgot. I don't even think people realize no. that. I don't think they're aware. Like, it's like you oh. ever try talking to a gambler that, you know, he's only got $100 left and he just, you know, went all in on his poker hand. And you're like, yeah. Gary, what are you doing? What? Yeah. Dude, what? that's your last $100. He's like, no, it's not. And then he looks, he's like, oh, shit. <gasps> yeah. Let's go to the Dude, ATM. A hundred percent. Like, just don't know. man, the mind is a crazy thing. Like people will do stuff without realizing they're doing it. Mm. Even when it comes to driving and checking their phone. Um, or like these little things, like just distraction, man, like so much. And it's funny because it's not really until it's, until it's examined or have some people having to like walk through something that they're like, wait a minute, how long have I been doing it? This like this, you know, dude, it's so true. Like I even, even the, the wife and I, we have this, um, there's a rule where like after 9 PM, no phones. And I can't remember the last time that we went like past nine ten, uh-huh. you know, because we're we'll start at like eight thirty on our phones, and then like at like nine oh eight nine ten, like we're both very conscious of it's past yeah. the time, 
but we yeah. don't look at each other and say, are you ready to stop? Because yeah. it's just so addicting. You're just so in it. And an hour yeah. flew by and you're like, damn. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not fair. And, you know, I think the social media companies are like trying to regulate it, you know, with the screen time and the notifications. Yeah. But every time I, I see like, that little notification. Yeah. It feels like a, like a total. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. Just have that on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's funny, like my wife and I will watch, uh, we started out like only watching TikTok together. It was like, we'll only watch this together. Yeah. Now I don't really watch it much just because like, you know, when you're like creating all day, I don't know, but like we still watch it together. Like we'll yeah. watch it together at night. Um, and it's funny cause I don't think that's super common usually cause feeds are so different, but like mm -hmm. my feed is like customized for both of us <laughs> you oh, know so there's that. like a little cute there's a little weird um <laughs> <laughs> and uh um but yeah like dude that the phone stuff is just killer but then like i don't i mean not i'm not like arguing for or against but like looking at just content in general like netflix and just there's just so much content out there it's like oh we're gonna want to watch content together like to me watching netflix isn't like a a shared experience like like i mentioned like i'm not a big tv watcher that's true my wife is so like to to her that might like mean a lot on watching netflix and i'm like i'd rather just be on my phone um yeah or i'd rather like be reading a book or something you know but i'm like right. but it's for her you know <laughs> yeah, that's true well and how many times like I, i've actually did this thing where i've downsized all my streaming services to ads now nice. Mm -hmm. So instead of like paying, you know, Peacock is like, I don't know, nine bucks or something for no ads. I pay five bucks and I get the ads. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of bite me in the ass because I'm realizing that every single time that an ad pops up, I go straight to the phone. Oh, it's yeah. like it doesn't even yeah. like almost I'm waiting for the ad just to yeah. hop on my phone. When yeah. I was conscious of that and when I was aware of it, I was like, OK, we need to we need to put phones away because yeah. it's either go yeah. on the phone or don't. Have you, yeah. have you used the Pluto app? Pluto TV? I've heard of it. Yeah. Dude, I downloaded it recently because like um, I had YouTube TV, but I'm like, yeah. I, I only used it to watch baseball and, yeah. and then like they blocked out baseball in my area. So it was like, it was just annoying. Yeah. So I'm like, why am I paying this? So I got rid of that, but we downloaded Pluto TV. I'm like, this thing is free. It is so much better in my opinion than like YouTube TV because it has like the channels I need and it's free. I'm like, this is not sponsored by Pluto TV, but <laughs> it's just ridiculous that it's free. I'm like, this serves the needs of so many things. Like, is it, uh, is it like TV stations, like network? They have like news and I mean, I'm not like watching it all day, but they have yeah. news. They have like music video channels, which feels like a throwback. Um, really? And then they have like reality TV. They have news channels. They have, um, all the different ones on there. The weather channels, like, um, it's, legit like enough it's yeah you get enough, enough. Yeah. like you get the tv you know that you need it's like right. there's a ton of channels on there like okay it doesn't maybe have dvr on-demand stuff but like yeah if you really need that stuff you could go to the app any anyways you know? yeah just go to the app go to twitter i mean there's just so yeah. many ways to consume content that's why i realized that it's so difficult to keep so many streaming services yeah and not only is it just financially it's, it's irresponsible but yeah. when you really break it down, kind of like the closet, like we were talking about, yeah. the clothes that you wear, it's like when you look at those recurring charges and you're not using it, yeah, you might be able to find a few hundred dollars a month totally. to save. 
And, you know, Ooh. even if you just, we even told ourselves, we cut cable out a, a long time ago and we only did internet. Um, but we even told ourselves, listen, even if we just like cut out all streaming services, let's just say, like we'd be okay with just our phones. Yeah. You know, like just yeah. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, because that alone is yeah. enough stupid content to keep me occupied. It's there. Yeah, way too much. So Yeah. I go to my parents' house and they're like, my dad's like, got the TV going, but he's like, doesn't actually think he's watching TV. It's just going, it's noise. He's on TikTok, like scrolling, you know? Um, so it's like, awesome. I go like, oh, what have you been watching on TV lately? And he's just like, I don't really watch TV, but every time I've seen him, I'm like, you're watching, you're not watching TV. It's just the TV's yeah. on. Um, That's funny. Yeah. It's, it's really that might, weird. It I, might be a dad thing because my dad does the same thing when he's working. Mm. He works from home and he's on his laptop, but he'll like have Netflix on the background. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, Tone, did you watch that uh, that show, The Watcher?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it was okay." And he's like, "Well, what happened?" I was like, "I thought you watched." He's like, "Nah, I did. I just had it in the background, but I finished it." And I go, "So you didn't watch it? You just had? It. Can can you tell me anything about it?" Uh, I think the ending. This is how it ended. I was like, "So you didn't pay attention to the first seven episodes?" And I really just had it in the background. I was like, "Why? So why do you pay ten dollars a month?" To yeah, that. and then like if you ever really wanted to rewatch it, you're like, well, I've kind of seen it, but I kind of haven't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just won't watch the last five minutes, but I'll watch the rest. Yeah. That's like almost like a podcast at that point, just listening a little bit. I know. Uh, Spe- speaking I just, of speaking of podcasts, mm-hmm. my uh, my buddy gave me a tip. He hosts a podcast as well, and he's like, "Have you ever watched, or excuse me, have you ever listened to podcasts at one point five speed?" Like, yes, you do that. Yeah, yeah. I listen to like most podcasts. I listen to audiobooks usually. And I'm not saying this like, oh, I like, I legit listen to audiobooks at like 1.6 to 2.0. Get um, out of here. See, I've never heard. Yeah. See, he told me that. And I was like, no, don't they sound like, like, you know, hey, how are you? My name is Daniel Jones. And he's like, no, dude, they sound like a little above normal. But you dude, can so- blow through episodes like crazy. I was like, that is an insane hack. I've never heard of that. This really, like, I've always, wow. my cousin did it, like, years ago, and I thought it sounded ridiculous, and I was like, you're not actually appreciating the art that was created, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and I didn't really understand it, and then uh, I met someone who was, like, really smart, not saying my cousin wasn't, I mean, he is, um, but, like, someone, it just needed to come from a different source. Right. Uh, this guy was, like, really smart, and he, I could, I don't remember, I think he said he listened to, like, four or six X speed, but he basically, like, broke it down that was easier for me to understand he's like you can't you don't go from normal like 1x to like 2x your brain has to adjust to it so you go mm-hmm. like 1 to 1.1 and 1.1 starts sounding normal because the brain like processes it processes sure. it easier and then like that's how i'll work my way up so i usually don't go to just like 1.6 so that i just sense. make incremental little updates and the more you relax the more you realize like one point one X is like so slow. That is gnarly, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, now it's, I'm gonna have to try it because you're the second person yeah. that said that. So, especially for audiobooks, like yeah. I, I couldn't imagine doing an audiobook at normal speed. Like I was listening to uh, um, the the rise and fall of the Third Reich, and it's like a 36 hour book or something, 32 hour book. Um, and and I was like, we're going like two and a half X, you know? Because I'm like, I don't really need to remember this one person's name that. Yeah betrayed you know like it's just like crazy um well i would even be intrigued on like how our brain 
compute that information. Yeah. Like I'm curious if our brain still soaks up the information. Like the only thing I can think about is the matrix where yeah. you, you get plugged in. I know Kung Fu. Yes. Right. Like that's how I feel like the brain, because the brain is so much more advanced than we think it is. And totally. we're never going to figure out everything. There's so many interworking yeah. pieces. But I would imagine the brain doesn't give a shit about speed. It just fucking, it takes the information and it stores it. And then based off how you use that information would be how it distributes. But it probably just soaks it up like it would normally. Yeah. Maybe oh, totally. Stuff, right? Once you like relax, like it's it's hard to like follow it. But if you relax mm. and like don't try to... I don't know. You're not trying to paint it kind of like you just like let it kind of, yeah, go into your brain Yeah. at like 1.6. It doesn't even feel like 1.6 is like fast, even for fast talkers. It doesn't feel like that is weird. Yeah. Same with YouTube videos, especially tutorials. But like I'll notice because sometimes I'll do like a YouTube tutorial, like I'll be playing in the background trying to like learn something. Mm. I'm like, all right, hold on. <laughs> let me, I have to like shift my focus. So it's, I'm like listening at 1.5 or 2x and I'm like, got it, you know, and faking it out and being like, no, I can kind of, because yeah. it's almost harder to pay attention in the background if it's at a faster rate because you miss a lot in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's good advice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that for sure. But, um, well, dude, Jesus, I didn't even realize. Okay. So we're at an hour and a half already. Yeah. Yeah. Time's and fine, bud. This is the opposite of my podcast, which, um, I gotta have you on and I gotta um I gotta figure out I I have the opposite podcast. So I do like the shortest episodes in the world. Um Do you really? Is that what <laughs> yeah. is that what it's called? <laughs> no. Uh but it's it's fifteen minutes long. Like my interview ones are fifteen minutes long and it's just three questions. <laughs> That's kinda dope <laughs> so, though. So uh so I put there's emphasis obviously on the questions. So I gotta um I gotta calculate those questions. Um and then and then propose those to you, uh, but it's it. just funny. I had to say that because it's like literally the opposite of what we the just complete said. opposite. Yes, <laughs> I love it though. And I'm not a, I'm not opposed to it either. I've actually had like 15 minute podcasts, you know, 20 minute podcasts. But you know, when it's like content, like we're talking about, where I'll just I could talk about it for days. I mean, yeah. you know, I could I could go for three hours. It's same. Yeah, same. but um, where where can people find you? I'm gonna leave your your links and all that jazz in the episode notes. So for people that want to take a look, obviously, if you're watching us on YouTube, you could see his handles, digital podcast, but where else can people find you? What do you got going on, Dell? Digital podcaster everywhere. Um, that's like my home base podcast. It's, everything's digital podcaster. Um, and then uh, Content Clips um, is my repurposing company. But digital podcaster is where I just like have fun making content. And uh, I love it. I love it. And uh, no, this was fun, man. It was good to to catch up with you and uh, get to know you a little bit, get to know your backstory. Let's definitely do it again. This was we fun. Like, to. yeah, dude, like I said, to. I could, I could I go for we've gotten into the things I thought we were going to get into. So, um, <laughs> we have plenty of topics for the next one. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to do a part two on things that, you know, we should actually talk about. Um, <laughs> that could be fun. But other than that, man, thanks again for coming on Dylan and, uh, appreciate all the work you're doing, man. Love your content. Keep it up. And, uh, we'll talk soon. Same. Talk to you soon. Oh, hey there. 
First of all, thanks for making it to the end of this video. Not a lot of people do, according to the YouTube analytics, but I, I do want to say thanks for listening to this. There's some more episodes if you want to check those out, and they're all just as good. But if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Check out those timestamps below to reference uh, some of the topics I talked about, as well as some discount links to some of our sponsors and affiliates. But uh, thanks for listening to this episode, and uh, we'll see you next time.